The upcoming presentation is a two-man power trip of wrestling podcast production. What's up, guys? It's the phenomenal AJ Styles. You're listening to the two-man power trip. Hey, Johnny. Cool, man. What's going on? We ready to go or what? Okay. Man, Power Trip of Wrestling. I'm your host, JP John Paz, for another edition of Who Is? Of course, joining me is the other man in the booth, Mr. J himself, the Dr. Michael P.S. Jargo. Jargo, what's going on? How are you doing today, sir? So far, so good, Paz. You know, we, we've warmed up 40 degrees here in the Hawkeye State, and that puts us, at, that puts us at 20. Holy shit. Wow. Not bad. Yeah, 20. Woohoo! Let's check to see where we are. 28. 28. Huh. Not bad. They're so close. Wow. I'm I'm so over this weather, man. I'm like I'm I'm getting to the point now with winter where I'm just like I'm I'm over it. It just pisses me off now. You got to move to a hotter state. I'm working on it. I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying, boss. I'm trying. So on today's episode of Who Is, let's put a little caveat on here. So who is the best Royal Rumble winner to not main event WrestleMania? Which means not always if you win the Rumble do you end up main eventing WrestleMania. Which, at first, when you brought this to me, I was like, yeah, it's going to be like two guys. And then all of a sudden, I started making a list. Oh, it's way more than that. I was like, wow, for some reason, I just didn't pay attention to it or maybe pay enough attention to it. It seems strange because always it was, not always, really 93 with Yokozuna that kind of started. But if you won the Rumble, you're in the main event at Mania. Obviously, when Hogan won it, he was automatically in the main event at Mania anyway. Yeah, Kind of weird. I started my research at 93, too. Because I asked you, like, what what was the first one where it was like, this is announced, this is planned, whoever wins the Rumble. And, you know, I knew there were a lot of names on this list. I didn't realize there were quite this many names on the list. Um, You had made just a kind of passing comment inside of our, our personal chat. You know, winning the Rumble means nothing. And you're really right. I mean, but it seems like they go in spurts where they'll have like, you know, they'll actually adhere to it for about three years. And then they yep. go off on a tear where it's like, you know, we've got to go to Swerve City in order to keep everybody interested. Pause. How are you feeling about this year? Is the person that wins the Rumble actually going to quote unquote headline WrestleMania? So I think women's yes, men, 100% no. Well, see now. I guess this is the first prerequisite we got to put on this thing. Yeah. To me, there is a main event. There's not multiple main events. It's the last match on the show is the main event. I'm not, I'm not buying into this. Well, we had nine main events on that show. So technically the women headline that show. Like if you're for this conversation, you have to go on last to be the main event. So WrestleMania 35 obviously was the women's match. That's the main event, the last match. Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair, right. not the main event because it did not go on last. Reigns, Edge, Daniel Bryan is the main event. Just to be clear, definitely. And now that we're doing two nights of WrestleMania, I feel like there's no excuse, right? Like the the women should headline one night yep. and the men should headline the next night. So I we're still holding the same standard. So just was curious, I just put a couple questions down there for you. So why do you think that is with you win the Rumble and then you don't main event WrestleMania? It's just Vince. I know you're saying kind of swerve C, but this is also Vince not losing faith in the guy, but like 
being into the guy, they're not being into the guy, or is there too much time between Mania and the Rumble that they decide to change it? Like, what, what's what's the thought process? Because it's weird. Like, you would think the Rumble was more important, but it's not. Yeah, it's it's really not. It's the narrative around the Rumble is really important, but as far as actually winning the Rumble, not so much. Um, as for why, I think it's gotten worse over the course of the last, I don't know, ten to twenty years just because there's so much TV time that they're trying to fill. They're trying to put on their pay-per-views once a month um, or premium live events, premier live events, whatever the hell they're calling them these days. It's still a pay-per-view to me. Um, I, I think it's just the amount of content that they're trying to put out that they feel like their stories have to take these long winding roads and all these crazy turns. And I just don't believe that to be true. Like one of my favorite things about new Japan pro wrestling is I know at the end of the G one climax, what the main event of wrestle kingdom is in like three months. And then it's the road to wrestle kingdom, right? That's what's so freaking intriguing. We've only had one time where the G one winner did not go on to wrestle kingdom to face the champion. Of course it happened just recently with Kota Ibushi. Um, but I, I like that. I like knowing in advance what's going to be happening. I like that on AEW dynamite, they're promoting three different shows at once because this is what's happening on rampage. And this is what's next week on dynamite. And this is what's happening at the pay-per-view. At least there's a plan. At least there's a schedule. You don't feel like they're just pulling this stuff out of their ass. And that's really the way WWE has become where it's just week to week television. And there's not that very well told, very well woven story going from January to April. So the Rumble has definitely lost its importance over the years, you would think, or you would say, right? I think so. Of course, Rick could tell you otherwise. This is like Rick's favorite thing ever. Rick is MIA. Rick has disappeared. Well, so yeah. But, I mean, there are still people that, like, the Rumble does still sell itself. Like, people are into the Royal Rumble. Yes. It's yep. just, it's not nearly as important inside of the hierarchy as it used to be. I mean, like, you could even make the case now where WrestleMania is still the most important show. You could make a case for Money in the Bank being number two, even over the Rumble. Seems like that's a huge storyline device for them because then they got the two Money in the Banks and they got all the storylines. Right. It's almost like another title you throw out there, which gets tied to the world title. So it's it, it definitely interesting. And the, the impromptu Rumble aspect of it could happen at any time. Yep. With the Rumble, too, it's like, okay, maybe Vince has a winner, then he changes his mind. Or he wants to go in a new direction. Sometimes they use it as a storyline device like 99 when he wins it. And obviously he's not going to main event WrestleMania. But it was a, that was a cool storyline device because you had to tune in the next day. Because you're like, no way Vince is going to Mania like to win the title. Like, and Austin's got to get his revenge. So sometimes it's used in a positive way. And then sometimes just like, all right, like why did that guy win the run? Like it, sometimes it makes no sense. You're just kind of like baffled by it. And I know they have the two titles for all these years, which obviously dilutes both titles big time but i don't care like if it's the first match on the show you're not the main event it's just it but we'll we'll get into that um a little further as as we know the rumble's lost steam over the last few years for sure not nearly as big as it used to be sorry rick it, that's true but let's go back to the original one let's go back to 1988 jim duggan ends up winning the royal rumble has no implications in it, but just want to mention he does not obviously main event WrestleMania four. Uh, even though he's in that tournament, had the chance to do it, he does not do it. Then the next year, one of my favorite rumbles of all time, eighty nine, Big John Studd wins it, and he's not even wrestling at Mania. He's more of like a referee for Jake and Andre, and he had some back injuries and some leg issues and other things. So just those two right off the bat, you got to mention them. Obviously, I don't know if do you really consider them, but they're not main eventing WrestleMania because whatever reason it was but they did win well and at that point the stipulation hadn't even really been talked about you know so i i didn't even yeah. put them on the list like for me i started at 93 and went forward yeah so i was going to mention 92 as well because flair wins he wins the right. title doesn't end up main event wrestlemania even though he was supposed should to have. Even though he should have against hogan um, I know we get the awesome Flair Savage, but it's ridiculous that that didn't happen. Two biggest stars of the era. They do the press conference where Hogan's all, yes, yes, excited. He's getting the shot at Flair in the title. They teased it. Obviously, they kind of set up two different feuds for Hogan, though. They set up Sid. They set up Flair. So kind of was up in the air, but just want to mention Flair as well. 93 happens. Obviously, Yokozuna does end up going on 
for his title shot at Royal Rumble. That was really the first time they did that. I feel like maybe they didn't have enough juice with like Brett and his contender and he Brett's the babyface. So it's like they threw some extra juice on there. It kind of made me very interested as a fan because wow, who the hell is gonna win this thing? They're gonna be the main event of WrestleMania. Obviously, they created a star right then and there, created Yokozuna, goes on to win the title, lose to Hogan, and then get it back at King of the Ring. Yeah, no, I I, I think that's I mean, even going into this year's Royal Rumble, it feels like it, it's as wide open as it could have been in 93, right? Like you, you said, they're establishing a star inside yep. of Yokozuna. They could do the same thing this Saturday night with Austin Theory. You know, like if, if they really wanted to make a statement, just put Austin Theory over inside of the Rumble. Because I, I mean, this year, more than any other in recent memory anyway, there's not a clear cut these three, four, five guys are the nope. ones that are really going to, that you put, say, yeah, they could win this thing. There's no one, literally nobody. Nope. And I keep hearing Omos. That's like the big rumor. I think the story is going to play itself out on Saturday. Oh, there's no doubt about it. So we have the next year. Interesting. So 94 Luger and Brett both win. It's one of those cases where for some reason, I think Vince didn't know where he was wanted, wanted to go with this direction. He wanted Luger to be over. Luger didn't get there. He kind of wanted to push Brett back and say, Oh, Brett had his run. Let's go with Luger. But then Brett's more over than Luger. Brett's still the star of the company. He's still the man. And he obviously was still getting good push, but it's one of those things where I don't think Vince could decide, but Brett ends up because technically they're both have the chance to main event WrestleMania 10. Right. Luger loses to Yoko. Brett beats Yoko in the main event. Brett's, Brett is the you know the, the main event, if you will, of WrestleMania 10 and wins. Where does Luger rank on your list? Because he doesn't get the uh, the nod here, even though he won. Yeah, no, it, and it's kind of weird because they did like the double finish, right? And yep. it's it's seems odd to me, kind of looking back inside of the Rumble folklore that they went to that so early. Like, you would have thought that that was something that they would have continued to save for years and years and years for, like, a rock in Austin, right? Yep. Like, when you had, like, these two huge stars. I'm kind of surprised that they went with it this early on, looking back on it inside of hindsight. Um, I think it was the right call. I mean, the, the way that they did this thing, because everything was all set up for Luger. The Luger thing was not working. Brett was starting to catch fire. Like, I think this one actually worked out pretty well for the company. I was super into it, too, for WrestleMania 10 because I went. But it's almost like, wow, Brett's wrestling twice. Yoko or Luger and wrestling it's Brett twice. Owen. Yeah, it's very interesting. Very interesting stuff. And I still like Luger at that point, too. So I was just thinking, it's like, oh, maybe I'll go with Lex. You know, maybe he's the next Hogan. Let's, you know, let's see where they're going. But no. I mean, Obviously, this, this could have flat. been, if this was 2015 WWE, he would have went with Luger over at the Rumble. Luger would have went on to WrestleMania and headlined, and they would have just forced Luger down our throats. Yep. Instead, this was a real pivot for Vince to go with Brett. It was one of those things, too. It's like, not that WCW was real competition, but they were big-time competition. And it's like, you got to go with the hot hand. You can't force-feed people. Like yep. Austin, for instance, during the Attitude Era, it's like, eh, let's go with you know whoever, and let's eh, ho-hum, ho-hum. Nope, we got to go with the hot hand. We're not losing. Did you, know, you have to go. Like, how familiar were you with Luger before the narcissist debuted inside of the WWF. Cause like, to me, Luger is the first guy that I remember when he showed up in the WWF that it, I just never bought it. Like I never felt like they would go with Luger. Cause Luger was always a WCW guy to me. Very familiar was like, wow, the former WCW world champion <laughs> is in WWF. Like, wow, this is interesting. I just thought it was a huge star, huge influx. I don't know. I, for some reason, I thought that they were going to go with him. I don't know why. I was like convinced. Like SummerSlam, like, yes, he's definitely won the title. The horrible finish would def definitely killed him, too. But I don't know why. I just always thought they were definitely going. I was actually surprised they kept going with Brett, even though he was more over, really. Interesting. Yeah, because I just – I always felt like I, – I just relate Luger more to WCW than WWF, even at that time. Yeah. It was like kind of like more when, over in WCW, like and kind of the same with Flair, where it was like I never felt like you know they were actually going to get behind Ric Flair and we were going to get Ric Flair inside of the WWF. Even that time at that age, I was just like, they're not going to do that with Flair. Yeah, him winning the title at the Royal Rumble was like a huge shock. Like, yeah, shit, absolutely. Hogan getting eliminated, pretty shocking. Yeah, and and 
everything is set up for Flair Hogan. And then they just didn't do it. I mean, even if you didn't know who Ric Flair was, it was still set up for Flair versus Hogan. Yes. They did a great job telling that story, and then they just didn't do it. 1995 happens. Shawn Michaels wins the Royal Rumble. Now, I was talking to Justin Incredible, PJ, buddy, and he was saying that that was an accident when his foot hits the floor. He was saying that he was like kind of laughing about it. I don't know if he's like working me or if this is true or not, but he was saying that they just went with it and how he only had one foot touch the floor. He said that definitely was not the plan. He was supposed to somehow, I think he almost like dragged himself down a little bit or maybe pulled himself down a little bit further that that was never supposed to be, that he was not supposed to have his feet hit the floor, then get back up. But they changed it midstream to one foot because he made it look so good. And the people were like, oh, I guess that's believable. But he always laughs about it. And he says, oh, Sean fucked up. But he obviously wins that Royal Rumble, despite that. And he doesn't main event WrestleMania. LT and Bam Bam do. Yeah, I think that's the big surprise here, right? And, I mean, looking back on it, I mean, this absolutely has to be in the running, right? Like, even yep. in hindsight to think that Diesel and Shawn Michaels was the semi-main event of WrestleMania 11, just seems bizarre to me. And Pamela Anderson and Jenny McCarthy were involved too, who were, I mean, they're both super over still now and they both still look great now, but I mean, in their primes, right. Making a huge deal about them and they still weren't the main event. Pretty nuts. Now, and now I know you're a giants fan. So Lawrence Taylor is basically, you know, yeah. the lips, the, the name on the lips and hearts of all children, but yeah. even like Bam Bam and LT, in the main Pretty event, crazy. a celebrity who had never wrestled before gets the main event and he's not like in a tag match. Like pretty shocking. I mean, it was a big deal, but was it didn't that need to be the main event? Deal? It still would have been a big a deal if it wasn't the main event, though. Nobody would have said, Oh, it's not, you know what I mean? It nobody yeah, would have it, said otherwise. That could have been in the middle of the card and it would have been just as big yeah. of a deal as yeah. it was in the main event spot. Yeah. So interesting that they did that too. And especially with Bam Bam, Bam Bam on the other side, because Bam Bam is not, he doesn't feel like a main event player to me by the time we get to 1995 inside nope. of the WWF context. Like it, it's just, it's such an odd decision to go with Bam Bam and LT in the main event. And he wasn't being pushed as a main event guy before that either. So it's weird yeah. to give him the main event. I very, love it because it's, yeah, it's a Bam Bam, one of my favorites, get a main event WrestleMania, but it didn't make sense. Maybe they didn't have enough faith in Sean and Diesel at that point. Weird. Well, and I mean, Diesel is in that conversation of who is the worst WWF champion of all time uh, because Diesel wasn't drawing. Of course, Sean at this point is still, you know, the young upstart. The boyhood dream is not coming true just yet, even though we're kind of positioning him to be a main event player now with this first rumble win. And then of course, by the time we get to next year, you're getting into Brett and Sean territory. So, I mean, but it all really kind of starts with this 95 rumble, but man, they just did not trust Kevin Nash and Sean Michaels in 1995 to be the main event of WrestleMania, which Pretty seems weird. crazy in hindsight, but yep, in weird. 1995 just wasn't putting butts in seats. So 97 rolls around, and this is really a great storyline device. This was like they're losing the WCW. They're getting their ass kicked, 83 weeks of dominance. Let's do a swerve, and let's do a big kind of storyline going into WrestleMania, like a big arc, the next pay-per-view, the Final Four. That's going to mean more. Like It seemed like they really wanted to make it into something. Also, according to Russo, Vince thought Bret Hart winning was too predictable. And that in, in the you know in the Monday Night War era, he didn't want to be so predictable. So they did the swerve. Steve Austin ends up winning, but Steve Austin, as we know, does not end up main eventing WrestleMania. And quite frankly, neither does Austin. I mean, neither does Brett either, obviously. But Brett and Austin have to have the match together. But it's just interesting to think, like, wow, Brett almost won the swerve. Awesome trick. The referees are distracted by Foley and Cactus Jack. I mean, uh, Foley and Funk. And then you have Austin throwing out Brett when the ref starts paying attention doesn't main events so it's interesting they really kind of went a different direction undertaker loses to vader earlier in the night main events and then sid is the champion versus undertaker so interesting stuff there in 97 it's got to be in the running too yeah it, it is absolutely in the running and especially i mean when you look at that wrestlemania match 
what was the best match on the show? What should have been the main event? If you were going to re plan out that show now in hindsight, it would have been Brett and Austin, which was match six out of eight on the show. Um, Psycho Sid versus Undertaker. Yeah, absolutely. It's that's a big match. You know, you got your two massive heavyweights in the main event. But when people look back at WrestleMania 13, what are they going back to watch? It's Brett and Austin. Absolutely. So that's the funny thing, too. It's like the two guys that were the big part of the the um, the Royal Rumble finish there with I know it's technically Michaels and, and Sid is in the main event and Michaels went to back in San Antonio home field kind of thing. But Austin and Brett were such a big part of the story there. And then it was almost going to be Brett versus Sean again, as the rumor says, for the rematch. So it was almost like Austin was like a little bit of a stopgap to make it interesting for the few months. And then who the hell knows what he who he fights at WrestleMania. Thank God, to be honest. And I know Brett Sean is awesome, but thank God we got Brett Austin because we got the greatest WrestleMania match ever, possibly. Well, yeah. And I mean, the, the build from that WrestleMania through the Rumble in 98, where Austin goes over again, and then you get HBK Austin at 14. Uh, and that's really the coronation. Like that entire run, that period of time, that one year of Stone Cold Steve Austin might be my favorite year of his entire career. And with Austin, that's saying something. So we got 98. Obviously, Austin wins. He made events WrestleMania. Then 99 happens. And like we were saying before, Vince McMahon shockingly wins another great storyline device that leads to St. Valentine's Day Massacre, which is very interesting that I was because I was looking at this the other day because I was looking up Super Brawl stuff. So Super Brawl that year does better pay-per-view number than St. Valentine's Day Massacre, Austin versus Vince. I think it's like 20,000 or 25,000 difference. It was like 425 for WCW 400 and Hogan Flair was the main event for WCW. So just interesting to see where they were at 99. Obviously the rumble did almost 700,000 and be sold out, which did like 300,000, but still that many people ordering pay-per-views then. But I think really Austin Vince thing, people weren't really used to ordering St. Valentine's Massacre is the first time pay-per-view still had Austin McMahon, the cage, which I think got the interest. Otherwise, if you didn't have that, I don't know how much interest you would add. Super Bowl obviously was the ninth edition of the show. People are used to Hogan Flair. Kind of makes a little bit of sense, but really people were very interested, I think, in to see like what would happen with Vince and Austin. So Vince, you know, he wins the Rumble shockingly. Um, it's an okay that might Rumble. Be the worst it, Rumble win ever. It's a very odd Rumble because you only care about Austin and Vince. Nobody else matters. So right. it's it's funny. Like it's good the first five minutes, the last five minutes, the middle kind of not great. Yep. Yeah. No, I I agree completely. And then just the way that that whole storyline plays out with Shawn Michaels being involved as the commissioner, and you know if if you're gonna forfeit your shot at WrestleMania, then it defaults to the runner up, which is Austin. And I mean, it, it's really really convoluted. It gets there, and, and it turns out being a pretty good story. But it's as far as the Rumble is concerned, it was kind of a mess. Yes, agree. Not great at all. So. And then we go on a run of when they took it seriously. Yeah, so like The Rock wins it. He's in the main event, obviously, with a few others, but he's in the main event. Oh, one, Austin's in the main event. Oh, two, Triple H is in the main event, even though he shouldn't have been. Oh, three, Lesnar, main event, Benoit, and oh, four is the main event. Oh, five, where they by accident do the Brett Luger finish. <laughs> right. The scene of Batiste ends up being the main event. That's so funny. And then Vince obviously tears his quads, but just talk about oh, five for a second. It was almost like what happens if Cena would have not fallen at the same exact time? Like they got lucky as hell with that screw up. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I, I it, It's funny because, you know, we talk about them going to the double finish way too early inside of the era of the Royal Rumble. And here they kind of do it on accident. Um, it It's interesting to think about what happens if that doesn't happen and how that affected the storytelling and how they got to the main event of WrestleMania in 2005 versus how it would have went originally. I'd like to know what that original plan was. That's so interesting because it's like, wow. And then Vince comes out and he's pissed off, man. What is, what a screw up there. Obviously Batista was supposed to win it, but like what a screw up. Yeah, absolutely. Right then and there. 
kind of surprised uh, Cena and Batista didn't get in any sort of trouble. They just continued on. It was a mistake, and let's just keep going with these guys. Well, and it, it's the kind of mistake where it's just like crap. Like, you know that that element is always there. Yeah, it just yeah, never but... happens that yeah. way, you know, but what a night for it to happen. So then we run into 06. Ray Mysterio Jr. wins it, gets a tribute to Eddie, all that good stuff. And then he's not the main event of WrestleMania. It's Cena versus Triple H's. And then Ray Mysterio's in a three-way dance with Angle and Orton. So kind of crazy. You know what's even more crazy about this one, Paz? So I, I, I went and I looked for all the guys who, who won the Rumble but didn't headline. Where was their match on the card? Right? Okay. And yep. for, for this one, it, it's match number 10 out of 12 on the show. So we know John Cena versus Triple H is match 12 of 12. Is what there a woman's match in between? What was match 11, do you suppose? Trish versus Mickey, maybe? No, no, even better. Tori Wilson versus Candice Michelle in a Playboy pillow fight. Wow, I don't remember that at all. Wow. <laughs> That's the match between the triple threat and then Cena and, and Triple H. Wow, weird placement. If you're going to have the title match early, you got to put it like, not right. first, but could be, you know, early in the card. Weird. No, got to get the Playboy pillow fight in between. Wow, and, and talk about being booked horribly. Mysterio was booked horribly as champion. It's like worse than Big E almost. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing that makes that entire run for Rey Mysterio so bittersweet because it... it it feels like they did it just to give Ray that gold watch after Eddie's death. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that the, that whole run feels that way. And Ray deserved it because Ray deserved it, not because Eddie died. Yep. Yep. Which killed it. Yep. Oh, yep. seven. The Undertaker wins. And he's not the main event of WrestleMania, even though he was supposed to be with Batista. Stories out there. Batista said it like we thought we were the main event the year. We didn't know why we weren't. Then we thought Trump stuff was okay. That's not the main event. Then all of a sudden, Cena versus Michaels, right. who by the way got eliminated second to last in the Rumble. So that solidified that Vince didn't give a shit about the Rumble that year because it's literally like, oh, by the way, I know you got eliminated last, but you're still main eventing WrestleMania. So it almost was like, who cares if you got eliminated? Like you're still main event, totally shit on the the rumble there. The rumor supposedly was that Triple H and Cena were gonna have a rematch that year. If that was the plan, that's embarrassing. Triple H was not the guy anymore. He passed the torch or whatever, even though he really didn't have it. But move along, step aside. Don't kill the the, the young Golden Goose for you, or hopefully Golden Goose. So I like Cena versus Michaels a lot, but it's weird it was the main event considering that Undertaker won the Royal Rumble. Didn't make sense, which is why I think in 08, when Cena ends up winning the Rumble, Undertaker gets the main event spot because he's probably like, Vince, you screwed me last year. You can't screw me again this year. So I think that's there was a little valid. trade-off there. Big trade-off. Yeah. yeah, no, I think that's absolutely valid, especially when Undertaker versus Batista match five of nine on the show. So, I mean, it was right in the middle of the show. And even like the streak at this point didn't feel like it was quite as big of a deal. Um so it's just interesting that you know they didn't give Undertaker that spot because Undertaker versus Batista absolutely to me is a bigger match than Cena versus Michaels, especially where they were both. You know, if you could say Batista and Cena are equal, well, Undertaker just be Michaels in the Royal Rumble. Right. Michael uh, Undertaker is Mister WrestleMania. Just very strange that they went that direction. Kind of didn't make sense other than, I guess, Cena's their boy. He was the real guy they were going to try to push. And one but of those Und rare John Cena WrestleMania main events. Yep. And if you think about it, Batista's getting screwed there. But they went out there and had an awesome match. Undertaker Batista was great that year. Well, yeah, and that this is another one of those... And this is kind of in the running, right? Because when you go back, you watch WrestleMania 23. What are you going back to watch? Going back to watch Undertaker and Batista. I'm not going back for Cena and Michaels. It's just so weird that they did that. It didn't like didn't make sense at all. And it literally showed you, like, wow, so the consolation prize is the main event of WrestleMania? Like, wow. Right. 
Well, HB Shizzle, I mean, I mean, good for him. But then the next year when Cena wins the Rumble, makes his surprise return, he's nowhere near the main event WrestleMania, maybe the fourth biggest match on the card because you got Flair versus HBK, you got Mayweather versus Big Show. Both of those had way more interest than, than Cena versus Edge versus Big Show. And then, oh no, I'm sorry, uh, it was Cena versus Randy Orton versus Triple H. Triple H. That's the following year, Cena. Uh, but it's just horrible. Like, nobody's interested. And in the main event itself, Undertaker Edge, which had more juice to it than than the Cena match. So, Cena in 08, after that big, gigantic return, he's the star. He's the Golden Goose. Nah. Fourth biggest match on this big WrestleMania card. Still went on 8 of 10. Weird placement again. Yep. Yep. But, I mean, when, when you look at... Orton at that point is basically becoming the main event player that he would be for many, many years to come inside of a, that WrestleMania kind of context. Cena, yep. clearly the new golden goose. And then you've got Hunter who has to put himself, you know, as close to the main event as he possibly can be and get himself involved in matches that he has no business being in. Yep. Um, so of course it goes on eight of 10, whereas, you know, the year before undertaker Batista five of nine. Ah, weird. Interesting. Then 09, of course, Orton wins it and he gets the main event WrestleMania. For some reason, loses to Triple H. I know those you'll say, oh, the storyline was he beat up Shane and Stephanie and Vince. He, you know, Triple H yeah. had to get his revenge. Too bad. You're pushing Orton. Orton, Orton should have got the win. You know how I know that? Because at Backlash next month, Orton gets the win. He gets the title. So typical Triple H, he wins at Mania only to lose at Backlash. Did yep. with Lesnar, done it with others. Typical Triple H bullshit booking because everybody will remember Mania. Nobody will remember Backlash. Yep, absolutely. 100%. And I feel like that could have solidified Randy Orton. Yep, 100%. At that point. 100%, yep. So then the next year, Edge makes a surprise return in awful shape no yeah. condition to wrestle uh should not have won at all shocked that he did but he made a surprise return and they kind of love those surprise returns at mania and having the win so he did get the win but did not main event wrestlemania that year ends up losing earlier in the car to chris jericho in an awful match i yeah, mean when, when, when yep. you see jericho versus edge you expect that that is uh, going ooh, to be a fantastic a yep. match Nope. Those two guys, for some reason, had like no chemistry whatsoever. And hindsight being 2020, they absolutely got that one right because that one was headlined by Undertaker and Shawn Michaels. Which it needed to be. Absolutely. And, and probably should have been the year before. Yep. Yeah, I don't disagree there. Then 2011 happens. You think Alberto Del Rio is going to get this big push? Nope. He wins, but he doesn't mean to be WrestleMania and he loses to Edge, who retires the next day. So they really stuck it to him and told him, like, we do not give a shit about you. We don't trust you. Um, we have nobody else to win. So here you go. Just real bad booking all the way around on, on Del Rio. Well, and the Del Rio versus Edge match is the opening match of the main card. Yeah. Yep. I mean, not only are you not the main event, you're the opening freaking match. And the main event has the Miz in it. Like, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. And, and Miz had nothing to do with that match. That entire match is about John Cena and The Rock and setting up things up for next year where we'll talk about the next Rumble winner not being in the main event because of John Cena and The Rock. But, I mean, like, The Miz was just the dude on the other side of that ring. Yeah. But the fact is, Alberto Del Rio won the Royal Rumble, opens WrestleMania, and Miz is in the main event. Now, I'm not an Alberto Del Rio fan in any way, shape, or form, but Del Rio got done dirty. Yeah, he got screwed. Absolutely. Screwed. How now, elevating would it have been for Alberto Del Rio to have been the guy on the other side of John Cena in that main event with Dwayne Johnson as the referee? Like, you could you could have really put Del Rio over even in a loss just being in the ring with those two guys. I totally, totally agree. Just interesting in the weird booking that they had going on at that point. Like you kind of, you kind of knew, like okay, they only care about two guys, Rock and Cena. Yep. The next year, Sheamus shockingly wins it. Probably shouldn't have. Jericho maybe should have won it, or I don't know. I just wasn't feeling this Sheamus win at all. Maybe too soon for him. Not sure. I just wasn't buying it. And then of course he goes on to have the first match of the night. 
again at WrestleMania. He beats Brian Danielson, a.k.a. Daniel Bryan, which may be the worst thing for Sheamus's career. They think the old Ultimate Warrior, he squashes Honky Tonk Man, he's over like Rover, off to the races, off to the moon. No, has the exact opposite reaction. The fans hated it. They shit all over it. He gets booed. Daniel Bryan gets over big time, becomes like the next star for a few years, begrudgingly by Vince. <laughs> but right. Sheamus was like his guy, you could tell, and it just didn't pan out that way. So Sheamus in 2012 won the Rumble, didn't mean shit. And it's unfortunate because I feel like Sheamus should be and should have been a bigger star than he's been. Something's missing there. What is it, though? Because, I mean, for me, I feel like it was when he got injured because, like, when he was doing the the fella thing and he was doing, like, the 1-800-FELLA commercials and stuff, like, I feel like he was really getting over and then he got hurt and he went away. And ever since he returned, they just haven't. That's when they came back with the you look stupid thing. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't been feeling them. I don't know. Something something missing there. So then 13, 14, 15, and 16 – all, if I if I get this correctly, all those Rumble winners end up main eventing WrestleMania. I know 13, obviously, Cena versus The Rock in the rematch. 14, Batista, who goes on to the three-way, even though Daniel Bryan should have. Right. 15. Poor Rey Ro- Mysterio. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. Then 15 was Roman Reigns, who obviously went on to WrestleMania. Didn't win the title, but he went on to main event WrestleMania. Yeah. How, how'd that one work out for him? Not good. He even brought out The Rock. I was there for that one. They brought out The Rock for that they one. They booed The Rock. And they booed him. An interesting thing, a little side note here. So we kind of went to leave early. Not early, but as soon as Reigns won, we were ready in the aisle and gone. Like We were one of the first people to be out there. So it was really interesting to see that we almost, my brother's a horrible driver, so this would happen. We almost, as we were merging lanes with somebody, we almost hit them. Like when we were leave, when we were leaving, so we were probably left a few minutes early. It was Daniel Bryan and Brie Bella in a rental car. Wow! So they left a little bit early. I don't know if that's normal, not normal. I just always found that interesting. Like, wow, we left the same time they did it. They left the building. I guess he wasn't hanging around to the end to see The Rock and and Roman Reigns. We saw The Rock for two seconds and we 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 got out of there. But it was like, wow, I guess he didn't want to. Brian probably had a heads up as to what was going to happen, and he was like, "This is going to get ready. Yeah, we're we're getting out of here because these people are going to be very unhappy." Yeah. Yep. That's I can see that. And because of the Royal Rumble 2015. Is that why Dwayne doesn't come back as often? Is I mean, is that why we're not getting Roman versus Dwayne? Because I mean, I feel like it kind of hurt Dwayne a little bit. Like, yeah, he's I'm, like I'm, Vince. I'm, I'm, I'm the rock here. Yeah, like Vince. I'm, I'm, I'm the here. fucking rock. I can't even get this dude over. His promo afterwards. You remember that promo that they did for WWE.com exclusive or whatever that was for? He was pissed. You could tell he was. Yes. Pissed. Yeah. And he's like, I, this is not what I came back for. You can tell. Reason. He's like, Roman, I'll come back when you're over. Yes. <laughs> Which is now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, seven years later. I honestly, <laughs> and this is bad on my part, I can't remember who won WrestleMania, the uh, Royal Rumble WrestleMania, for, uh, WrestleMania, Royal Rumble 2016. Triple H. Oh, okay. And he won the title and obviously for Roman Reigns. Okay. Wow. I, I don't know how the hell I forgot that. So technically he won. So yeah, that's, main, that's on the list Rumble. of the worst Rumble wins ever. Yeah, it was awful. Yep. Uh, 17, Randy Orton shockingly wins it. <sighs> Randy Orton. And doesn't main event WrestleMania. Well, I mean, okay, but the main event of WrestleMania is Roman Reigns versus Undertaker, right? So, mm-hmm. so I mean, there is that, but Randy Orton is involved with this whole Bray Wyatt thing. Remember the ring? 17. Do you remember the ring? Yeah. The and bugs or whatever? Yeah. No. I mean that that couldn't be the main event of WrestleMania. Hell no. Even they, though mean, that, they, that match was hilarious with the, They made the right decision. They went with Reigns crap. and Undertaker, even though people were obviously not happy about it. The next year, Shinsuke Nakamura, which I saw coming very far away. I was like, why is he winning? He's has no chance of main eventing. And they did it anyway. Yeah, but again, Reigns versus Lesnar. I mean, once once you start getting into this era where there's two championships, things do start to get a little bit hairy. 
when it comes to the main event of WrestleMania. But the reality is AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura was not the main event of WrestleMania in 2018. It was match 12 on the card. It's just an obnoxiously long card and the match was not good. I mean, this is when they went back and forth, just punching each other in the dick for like six months. It, yeah. it was it was awful. It was, weird. it was like almost like, hey, remember the awesome Wrestle Kingdom match you had? Yeah, that's not happening. Let's not here. do that. Yeah, we're not doing that here. Very strange. I didn't get that. It was like I don't know. Like I had such high expectations after the Wrestle Kingdom match, like super high expectations, yeah. and it fell flat. Big yeah. time. miserable failure. But the the only redeeming quality for Shinsuke Nakamura at WrestleMania 34 against AJ Styles is this is the first year that we can talk about the women's Royal Rumble True, as Asuka. well. Asuka wins the 2018 Women's Rumble and has her undefeated streak ended at 914 days on the fifth match on the card. To Charlotte Flair. Yeah. That might be like the like most disappointing right there. Seth Rollins, 2019, ends up winning the Royal Rumble and doesn't main event. He has the first match against Lesnar, which is crazy because he goes over, not clean, but kind of clean. He ends up winning. And they have the same match at SummerSlam. He wins again and still couldn't get over. So I don't know if that's on him or not, but yeah, he won the Royal Rumble and didn't get the main event. The women did, which is pretty disrespectful. Um, not disrespectful, pretty bad. Just looks bad upon him. They're like, hey, you're not being the stars of women. At least the Rumble winner headlined WrestleMania. Becky Lynch won the women's Rumble. So, I mean, it, can't complain there, right? So, I mean, at least you have that on the uh, other side. Uh, the, the bad thing about that main event was Charlotte had to weasel her way into it when everybody really just wanted Becky versus Rousey one-on-one, and that should have been the main event. Which it seems like we're going to get this year. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I'm thinking, too. Rollins defeats Lesnar as the opening match on the show. Uh, they headlined with Becky, Charlotte, and Rousey. I mean, it's Rollins, at that point, they were trying to make him kind of the new Shawn Michaels. He had the opportunity to be the guy. Clearly, the Roman Reigns thing wasn't working. I feel like they screwed up at Extreme Rules when, they, when he came back from that knee injury and they turned him heel. Like, I feel like that's where they really screwed things up with Seth Rollins. I agree. So uh, that's it, right? Am I, did I miss anybody? Because Drew McIntyre won the next year. He made a event in WrestleMania and yep. then had a little bonus match with Big Show, which kind of still baffles me of why that happened, but <laughs> it is what it is. And then obviously um, Edge. Well, and, 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 WrestleMania. and as far as the women go, um, Charlotte and Rhea was the opening match on night two. Like, I feel like it, th- that can be held against them because, again, if you got two nights of WrestleMania, you've got two Royal Rumbles. You could have both Rumble winners in the main event, just like they did in 2021 with Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair and Roman versus Edge versus Bryant. Hmm. Interesting. And supposedly Sasha Banks is supposed to win the Rumble this year, and that's not happening. Well, I, I don't think Sasha's going to be in the Rumble. I don't think yeah, she's, she's clear. Injured, yeah. Yeah, she's injured. Yeah, but I mean, that does seem logical, and I still think that match is probably Charlotte's WrestleMania match, don't you? Either that or some kind of a triple threat, fatal four-way. Just do one-on-one. You got the two best girls on SmackDown. Just do the one-on-one. I I don't disagree. I don't Just do one-on-one Becky versus Dewdrop. Oh, I mean, uh, Ronda Rousey. Wait, right. Ronda Rousey versus Dewdrop? That's what you wanted? The, no, no. For the main event of WrestleMania? You want Dewdrop versus Ronda Rousey for the main event of WrestleMania, John Paz? Really? Becky really? Versus, uh, no, Becky versus Ronda. One-on-one. We're getting yeah, Dewdrop versus Becky Lynch for friggin' Royal Rumble for some reason. I Dewdrop is going to be an interesting one to follow over the course of the next couple of months because I have a feeling she could turn into that Daniel Bryan like character where, really? pe- where, where I, I have a feeling like people could really get behind Piper Niven um, because I think she's she's good enough in the ring the body type is different they're going to try to go with her as a heel I think the fans are going to turn her baby face and really get behind her because the dewdrop thing is just so damn stupid 
So if you look up Dewdrop in the Urban Dictionary, it says they say lesbian woman who likes women. It sounds like a poop reference. I mean, it's a terrible name. Yeah, it's it's god awful. So let's look at this. Who is the best Royal Rumble winner ever not to main event mania? Man, it's kind of a tough one. Um, but I think I got to go Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania 11. I mean, I, Diesel versus Shawn should have been the main event, right? Right? Uh, that's the first one like that I was like, when I was going through writing everything down, I was like, man, that one kept sticking out to me. Like, the first one really stuck out to me. I'm like, why didn't they make it? Been? Like, I could see Austin in 97 because they, they were going for the swerve, and maybe he wasn't at that point yet, and, and, and Brett still was there. And they kind of went weird with Undertaker versus Sid. Really, it was kind of odd, too. But it was like, I didn't see that. Obviously, Vince was just a storyline device. You knew he wasn't main eventing. Michaels in 95 was like, why? It was like, he's definitely main eventing. It's like, they didn't really have much else going on. Bam Bam Bigelow was you know an upper mid-card guy. wasn't a main event guy. LT, super famous. But it's not like he just was a current football player. I mean, he retired for a few years at this point, right. too. So I don't know, to be honest, I, I hate agreeing with you because I feel like we're doing that too often lately, but that's the first one I thought of. I thought Shawn Michaels in 95 or WrestleMania 11, he was the best winner to not main event because it just didn't make sense why the hell he it didn't. It still doesn't event. make sense. Yeah. Like, even looking back on it historically, like I, I, I just don't understand. And the other one in that same category for me is 2007 Undertaker. I was just going to say that. I was like, and why would the consolation guy, the guy that lost, you had that epic finish. Remember, that was like one of the, the yep. few times where they had these two guys like having an actual match for like 10 minutes. And it was really like, who the hell is going to win this thing? And the guy who lost it ends up main eventing anyway. So it was a total waste. Like, what a joke. It's one of those things where like you almost forget the 07 Rumble was great because they shit on it at WrestleMania. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I completely agree. It should have been Undertaker and Batista. Is so once it. Once again, as it comes to a, you know a conversation about WrestleMania, who's the two guys that get mentioned? Shawn Michaels and The Undertaker. Yeah, HB I mean, Shizzle and Taker. Yeah, go go figure, right? Is those seven like the last good Royal Rumble you can think of, or or is, has there been one after that? I mean, there been have been disappointing. There have been parts of Royal Rumbles over the course of the years that I've enjoyed, but yeah, oh seven might be the last one that was. Because I was trying to figure this out. I was talking to my buddy. I was saying, I like 07. Um, 06 is okay. I'm not, not a big fan of it. 05, I'm not, not that into it. So 07, 04, I'm into. He was saying he liked 03. I, I don't like 03 at all. Uh, 02, I really enjoyed. 01, um, 98's okay. Really, I really like 97. And then pretty much it's like 89, 90, 91, 92. Right. And then 94, I kind of enjoyed too. But then it's like, I don't know, scattered with that. Like 96 is not, it's okay. Not, not bad, but not great. But yeah, 07 might be the last one. Like I could say it's like, oh, it was a great rumble. Really enjoyed that one. Um, I, I, I have one to add to the list. Oh, uh, sure. 2022. It's not going to be good. No, I guarantee it's not. I mean, the only thing that they can do that interests me, and, and I firmly support this, is uh, you bring out Veer, number one. You send Veer. Number one, where is he? Where is he? Yeah, right, like, like it's become kind of a joke at this point, right? Like it, uh, amongst yeah. the IWC, it's become a joke at this point. You you open the show with Seth Rollins defeating Roman Reigns. Veer comes out number one for the Royal Rumble. Roman Reigns destroys Veer before Veer can get to the ring and takes his spot at number one, and then he proceeds to smash everybody, and he eliminates all twenty nine other competitors. All by himself. I love it. I mean that. To, and then he challenges Brock Lesnar at the end of the night. I mean, like I, I just feel like that's the only booking that makes logical sense for me going into the Royal Rumble on Saturday. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Who do you uh, got one in the Rumble? I, don't, I just, I think almost. Uh, I don't know why, but I just feel like for whatever reason they're gonna go with him and and i just don't think he's gonna main event wrestlemania it's gonna be some screw job in between if they were smart and you wanted a guy to win the rumble that didn't necessarily need, need to main event wrestlemania but you want to make it look good and make it important just have aj win the damn thing and i they have kind of been building aj up as like you know oh the future first ballot hall of famer you know so maybe 
Uh, Big E, I think, is is one that you should probably take a look at. Maybe they, they, they go with Big E and tell his redemption story. I don't know. I'm just very underwhelmed. Yeah, it, There's like 12 tag team wrestlers of the 22 names announced. Like there's just, there's Whoa. nobody... There's nobody in this thing. And it's funny. You look at the main picture and like the guys in the front, Big E and Kofi, you're like, holy shit. Like two guys that are a joke. It's like, holy crap. Ugh, not good. It's rough, man. Yeah, and the rough, women's man. rumble, my God. I mean, if it's not Ronda Rousey, who is it? They literally had to put Charlotte in it, even though she's the champ. And they, you know, they threw in the excuse, oh, because she wants to pick her own challenger. She's got nobody to challenge if Sasha's her, tell you that much. Yeah. No, that. It's rough right now. It's rough. Of course, I mean, maybe maybe Asuka comes back. Oh, that's true. Yeah, she's due back. Yep. Maybe Bailey comes back. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, you can make it interesting. I think you you could make a case for Nikki Bella to win the Rumble. Love Nikki. Yes. Do do Nikki Bella versus Charlotte. That seems like a WrestleMania match that they Mm -hmm. would make, even though, you know, all all the smart fans would hate it. Um, Well, Well, too bad. Well, yeah, I mean, because when you look at the star power, I mean, Nikki Bella is going to get crossover appeal that nobody else on that women's roster is going to get. Like TMZ ain't talking about whoever wins the Royal Rumble unless it's Nikki Bella. Maybe Ronda Rousey. Yeah. Yep. You know, and WrestleMania is about star power. So, hey, the Bellas are over and mainstream wise over. And, you know, we say that, you know, WrestleMania is about star power. And then we sit here and we bitch and we complain about Lawrence Taylor headlining WrestleMania over <laughs> Shawn Michaels and Kevin Nash. Well, just because you have the star power, it's there already. We're hypocrites, Oz. We're hypocrites. But he doesn't necessarily need to be the main event. No, no, completely. Like Ronda doesn't need to be either. Or Nikki. No. Especially Nikki. I love her to death, but doesn't need to be the main no. event. Not not in 2022. You big a friend of Nikki or a Brie? Uh, probably Nikki. I always thought okay. Nikki was a bit better inside the ring. Okay. All right. Let's head towards the plugs. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at two man power trip. Check out the website, tmptempire.com. And of course, Patreon, patreon.com slash tmptempire. Jargo, what do you got? Social media at not Jargo. Other than that, I am all over the universe this week. I'm, I'll be over in the Hameen media group, of course, for Royal rumble stuff. I'll be over at the no DQ review um i'll be over at the big veto brand of course right here at the two-man power trip I'm, I'm a little bit of everywhere and then of course over at the blow off which you can find at blowoffpod.com all right jargo thank you thank you everybody out there for listening we'll see you right back here next week for an edition of who is see you next week folks this has been a john pause power trip production in conjunction with the two-man power trip of wrestling you could follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Two Man Power Trip. You could check us out on Facebook. You could subscribe on YouTube. You can go to patreon.com slash TMPT Empire to become a patron. And also check out the website tmptempire.com and buy a shirt at prowrestlingtees.com. Two Man Power Trip, where the power lies, brother. <laughs>